Salut and welcome to Worth Having, the podcast where we explore belonging and the question, how do I want to come home to myself? I'm Nick, and each episode will explore how to avoid becoming a burnout cliche and instead take yourself from good to great. Burnout doesn't have to be your reality. By connecting emotional intelligence with positive psychology, we can uncover untapped potential, create better opportunities, and answer the tough question, what's truly worth having in life? Join me, and together we're going to figure out how to take back work-life control. Because as a designer, I craft strategies for regenerative leadership, and I simplify the conversation around self-leadership and self-efficacy. Because to belong means no one has to do this alone. And with that said, you're always welcome here because you do belong. Thanks for joining me on this adventure. Let's get started. Why is awareness so important in emotional intelligence and in the work environment? Emotional intelligence has been on the radar of the business world since the 1990s. And it became popular. It became so loud because it has been claimed that it might be more important than IQ and skills combined, and also a better predictor for success than any other parameter ever tested. So ever since, more and more research has confirmed these findings, and now we all know that emotional intelligence is important, and that emotional intelligence is not just one thing, but it contains different elements. So today, I want to have a closer look at those. Emotional intelligence is the ability to recognize, understand, and manage your own emotions, as well as the emotions of others. It involves being able to identify and express your own feelings in a healthy way, whilst also being able to emphasize with and understand the emotions of those around you. And there are several components to emotional intelligence, including First, self-awareness, the ability to recognize and understand your own emotions. Second, self-regulation, the ability to manage your emotions and control your impulses that come in form of thoughts, judgments, and reactive behavior. Thirdly, motivation, the ability to use your emotions so they drive you towards your goals instead of being hurdles that you need to overcome. Fourth, Empathy, the ability to understand and relate the emotions of others. Fifth, social skills, the ability to communicate effectively, build relationships, and work collaboratively with others and help them use their emotional intelligence in a productive manner. So developing emotional intelligence can help us navigate our personal and professional relationships more effectively, communicate more clearly, and help us make better, more informed decisions. And whereas four out of the five above are very self-explanatory, I find that the very first awareness or self-awareness is often underrated, if not even completely misunderstood. So what does it actually mean to be self-aware? Self-awareness is the ability to recognize and understand our own emotions. It's not just simply, oh, I'm angry, or oh... I'm surprised. Imagine this picture. Awareness is your ability to conjure a bubble, a safe container that allows you to recognize that the situation you find yourself in is evoking emotions inside of you. 
without losing the connection to what is actually going on in your surroundings in that situation. So you don't get consumed by the emotions, neither distracted by your inner world. Or to make it even more visual, it's like being able to pull up a second screen that only you can see that notifies you that the situation has more than just the visible or the auditive layer that everyone else can perceive. It notifies you that you have an experience within the experience, so to say. But it is more than just a simple notification setting of your mind and of your body. It is also a safe container that sets boundaries to your feelings, especially the ones of pain or concerning our fear of inadequacy. And just to remind you what the function of boundaries is, many think it is the line in the imaginary sand to keep certain things and certain people out. And yes, that is a side effect sometimes. But more than that, boundaries are the gate that make sure that the right things and the right people, and especially you yourself, will always find space, center stage, in your life. But back to awareness. So awareness is a safe container, and it is what we need to gain a larger perspective to the whole situation. And it's a safety mechanism so that we do not get too absorbed in the complexity of the situation. As I said, an experience within the experience that includes thoughts, emotions, other people, and the information we're actually dealing with. So self-regulation, point two of emotional intelligence, happens within the container of awareness. Awareness becomes the guardian of our growth and our process of overcoming unreflected reactiveness. I'm very proud of this sentence. Awareness becomes the guardian of our growth and at the same time it becomes our process of overcoming unreflective reactiveness. Because there are two main challenges we face when we find ourselves in an emotionally triggering situation. The first might be we have a strong, maybe inadequately strong reaction. That's when we seem to get possessed, obsessed with shame, worry, or just general negativity. We appear to the outside world to other people as aggressive or and block any further progress. We become completely defensive and rejective. The second is more subtle. The second reaction is when we tune out. We all have had these moments when we quote-unquote space out. And then when called out, we're a bit embarrassed and we have to admit that our mind went somewhere else and we did not hear what was said. Yes, sure, sometimes we get distracted because we actually do have a lot on our mind. But to be aware means to be present and ready to absorb, to be response-able. So awareness offers us the safe space to ask why Was I completely disengaged? Did I get triggered in such a way that my emotions made me shut down response-ableness completely? If the situation is the first, if we react without much time for thought, it is usually because one particular detail of the entire situation or information. 
the aid we need to give ourselves is we need to zoom out and try to see the quote-unquote big picture. And what helps me in particular is to remind myself that I'm doing this in order to be able to cultivate a big mind, bigger than my own person and my own circumstances. And then once we know how we like or dislike or feel about the entire project, the endeavor or the situation, then we need to see what to actually do with the one detail that made us reject the whole thing. Because it is only intelligence if we can read and use the information, the data, so to say, that it contains. If the situation is the second and we shut down, it is more likely that it's the overall big picture that is a source for not just discomfort, but a fear or shame response. And in that case, we need to zoom in and feel more detailed to investigate why we rather want to remove ourselves out of the situation, out of the decision-making process or the entire project and simply prefer to not hear about it at all rather than be part of the creation and solution process. So here we go. Awareness starts with the self. And once you can reliably show up for yourself, it is a wonderful tool to extend to others to foster motivation, empathy, and other social skills like better communication. That is important because real change or even big total transformation only becomes possible when we can touch our pain or fear whilst in our container of safety, meaning mind and body trust us to have our own back. Then, and only then, emotional intelligence becomes shareable, consultable wisdom. And just to take another little sidestep and clarify, wisdom is the ability to touch a memory and use the information, the conclusion, the knowledge it carries, but that has no more emotional charge over you. It had to have enough emotional charge in order to become a memory, or else we would have forgotten. But we've moved on. We've developed as a person further than the person we used to be who made the memory. And now we can use the emotional intelligence without avoiding it or getting consumed by it. So wisdom is all the knowledge paired with lived experience that does not require us to have awareness anymore. That means pulling up that bubble or that second invisible screen because it is not triggering an unreflected response anymore. And don't we all want to be wise people? It starts with awareness and refining your emotional intelligence. And I hope this episode was informative to you. If it was, do me a favor, share it. After all, this podcast is, in its essence, all about belonging. And if it helped you, just use it as a bridge to create a deeper connection with someone else. And if you're interested in refining your emotional intelligence, using it to see more potential, create more or different opportunities in your life and find that right next step to take, I offer personal coaching as well as workshops for teams. If you have anything to add, if you want to just say hi, then reach out. I'm very easy to talk to. I hope to hear you soon again. Au revoir, c'est Nicole.